90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, hey, you guys. Kel, Adam, how you doing? We're so great. It's so great to be here on this beautiful day. (laughs) Adam, I appreciate your positive tone. Uh, Knowing that we are... I just oh, survived sorry. my first uh, snowstorm of the year. So oh, very good. This is good news for the rest of the year. Well, uh, I think um, I think we got a lot more coming. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to rain woods. on your parade, but you know what? Someone's going to rain on your parade. It's going <laughs> to rain. It's going to get colder. There's going to be more snow. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's wintertime in Canada in a nutshell. Uh, so we do what we do. We get hat head and we carry on with the show. <laughs> Amen. Um, you know where it doesn't snow, cheesy segue, is uh, one of our favorite and yet most famous zip codes that we got to know on TV. And the gates to that area are not closed. Wink, mm. wink, nudge, nudge. We'll get to some information on that. Also, promotion is underway for the uh, new Scream movie, which we've talked about already, but pretty exciting stuff. So we'll talk about that. And uh, which boy band didn't always get along, but figured it out to be able to still be doing it 40 plus years later? Yeah, so they're not boys anymore. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but no one ever calls it a men band. Imagine. Um, <laughs> we've also got Kelly's trivia, which should be great, as usual. So great. Um, and we're going to do a 90s rewind, go back to December of 1993. What's Before, that known as, Kel? Be- 1993 was? The best year of music ever. That's a subtext, yes, but uh, the golden age of hip-hop. Yeah, also that too. That said, yep. it's not uh, It's not all hip-hop. By the way, that's, what, that's do, are you ready for a quick um, Mariah Carey stat? Please give it to me. Uh, so I actually screenshotted it the other day because I couldn't believe this. So Mariah Carey wrote on her Instagram... I'm freaking out, four exclamation marks. <laughs> uh, one billion. So it's they're the, it's the, on Billboard, the number one greatest of all time holiday 100 songs, uh, over 10 million sales and one billion worldwide streams of All wow. I Want for Christmas is You. I might be responsible for a few hundred of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a few hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm committed. I'm not sure if I have that much yeah. time. But uh, I love she's, she wanted to give a shout out to the Lamely. Her fans and yes. uh, eternally grateful and blessed. Love the Mariah Carey. Isn't that wild though? Like, what? It's just such a great song. There's nothing wrong with that song. Not one thing. It's so pure and lovely. Even the remix version, Sharon, which you probably no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop right there. Yeah, I Thank have you. a great Thank remix version much. though. It's great. <laughs> Fine, keep <laughs> it. <laughs> um, do you know what? Next steps for the uh, Sex in the City follow-up called, and just like that, um, have already started. These next steps, right? By the time of this show airing, the show will have already started. So um, what comes along with that is some of the negativity from the past also. So I figure we should start there this week on Let's 90s now. A little bit of the 90s, a little bit of the now. And the black All cloud, together. The black cloud that Sharon likes. Yeah. You know what? Chris Noth, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Big, Mm -hmm. was asked about the whole Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker thing and how Kim Cattrall's not returning. And he said this, and I quote, I have to tell you, I have absolutely no idea what her thinking is or her emotions. 
I do know that I'm very close with SJ, and Kim Cattrall's descriptions of her don't even come close. I liked her. I thought she was marvelous in the show, and some people move on for their own reasons. I don't know what hers were. I just wish the whole thing had never happened because it was sad and uncomfortable. <laughs> that's <laughs> Which, the best no word. offense to any male listening, but that's so guy. <laughs> best word ever, uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> well, exactly. And I think that just like life, you know, and that's their life, it's their reality that there's, um, there's been a lot said about each other, by each other. And um, even still, we don't know the whole story. And the fact that there's always three sides to every story. Um, and that each party has their own version of it. And that the truth is smack in the middle. The and truth really, is out there, Sharon. The truth is out there. <laughs> if they could get them in a room with a referee. <laughs> Then we could get the whole. They could the whole sell pay per view on that. Do you know how many people would pay for that to watch totally. Sarah would. Jessica and Kim Cattrall SmackDown? <laughs> and it would have to be one of those things that obviously this sounds like uh, redundant, but that they'd have to want to do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like obviously they'd have to be interested in like honestly going and having a conversation. It's sort of like in the periphery of the the fine print of, uh, of the uh, uh, contract of a celebrity. You right. might have to go on TV and talk about the truth, <laughs> you know? But I think that uh, there are elements of the media that will always ask that question because they always, they want, they think that ev- that these people know everything, right? That that they're right. hiding bits of information, like as if Chris Noth cares. And he cares about his friends, but like he doesn't care about the details. Like he said, it's sad and uncomfortable. Just like make it stop. <laughs> um, but it would be cool, I think, if they got that kind of a thing you know bring the two women in a room who wanted who want to be there just to sort of they don't have to be friends after well my but for question, the sake of the fans my question <laughs> is if is if guns and roses were able to full circle it and and if like if those guys are able to figure it out i feel like sjp yeah. and kim cattrall should like make it happen maybe not right now maybe in like two or three years from now but i would yeah. hope i would i would venture to say that both have done um contributed to the negativity right obviously mm-hmm. um and then i think the uh, the need to know notion of fans and and uh people in general and then you know determining opinions based on things that a aren't their business and b aren't like complete thoughts are another thing that yeah you know takes on whole new lives at every turn so sad and uncomfortable <laughs> And speaking, <laughs> Hashtag sad and uncomfortable. speaking of that, not that it's unsad or uncomfortable, but Chris Noth, by the way, is in the rebooted Equalizer with Queen Latifah on CBS. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool show. Yeah, I haven't I watched it, it consistently, but I tape it's it every good. week. You tape it on your VHS? I tape it on my, my DV, what is it, DVR? Whatever that is. DVR, PVR. PVR. Hey, you know what? Modern problems. Speaking of PVRs, um, all of a sudden, uh, the other day, there was nothing on our PVR. No. Nothing. What? Nothing. How does that happen? Good question. So we call the company and say, how does that happen? They said, oh, well, let's do a few tests. So we were on the phone with them for like 20 minutes. And okay, <laughs> real, real, like, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, detailed tests. Okay, unplug the unit. <laughs> and then plug it back in. <laughs> Okay, so as as they're, as we've unplugged it, they're doing something on their end. Anyways, after two or three unplugs and plug back in, uh, they said, yeah, we're going to send you a new unit. And we're like, okay, great. Uh, before we hang up, uh, does that mean that all our shows are gone? <laughs> they're like, uh, yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. So I would be in big trouble if that happened because I have a fair amount of backlog as we speak. And yeah. so, uh, like, particularly, I have, like, one or two episodes of Equalizer to get to. And I had started recording the uh, Brandy uh, Queens show. Oh, it's really – the first two episodes I've seen, very good. And so I have, like, six of them lined up. And I was like, maybe Christmas holidays I can power watch. Well, that's the fun thing, too. At least, for the most part, the shows that we do record are available on demand. So we're not out in the woods. <laughs> we're going to be okay, you guys. <laughs> Thank goodness. I was worried. The you. Um, let's uh, settle up. Uh-oh. Not saddle up. I mean, you know what? Let's saddle up and get into some trivia. How about it? Bing bong, Sharon. Bing bong. Back at you, bingo. Two pink yeah. cards this week. I'm not sure what that means, but there's Uh-oh. two of them. So, and just uh, before I launch into question number one, a quick shout out once again to Rachel from Australia, because... Kelly, she, Kelly, I think it's Australia. That one. Uh, mm-hmm. Cracky. Um, she, <laughs> Crikey, Kelly! She has messaged us so many times on our YouTube channel to say how much she's enjoying the show. So I just wanted oh, to good. pass that along and we appreciate Thank that. Thank you, Rachel. And they're, I think they're, Adam, can you double check this? They're 12 or 14 hours ahead, I would think, I believe. Because they always get the new year first, don't they? What time is it in Australia? Yeah. Australia. Uh, so if I add 12. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> so um, it's, it's 12? Well, because it's not the same time at ev- everywhere in Australia, right? Oh, I think is it all Melbourne. one time How zone? about in Canberra? There we go. <laughs> That's the capital, Rachel. <laughs> so it would be 10.45 a.m. and it's here 6.45 a.m. So that's 16 hours ahead, right? That's, that's sure. It's a lot of hours. Uh, thanks, wow. for, thanks for listening and watching, ahead. Rachel. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening and watching tomorrow, <laughs> <Yeah>. Rachel. <laughs> uh, so question number one, this is going to be, I don't know, I, I worry for the two of you on this one. In, in Dances that's a good with, sign. <laughs> in Dances with Wolves, this is a movie question, in Dances with Wolves, what name does Dunbar give to the wolf that he befriends? Sharon. Go. Pal. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Buddy? <laughs> I would have went for uh, Mikey. Mikey. Oh, nice. Uh, no, it is, it is much better than that. Um, and I guess this is, has... Uh, sensei. Is it Sensei? No, Two Socks. Two socks? Yeah, I wonder if that's um, there must be some How? indigenous. I'm a think. I'm a thinking. Why am I? A, I'm a that? thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you put an apostrophe a on that one. Nice. <laughs> I love it. But two socks. What you thinking key. now, Cal? <laughs> I'm a I'm a thinking. I like two socks as a name for a wolf. I think that's cool. How do you How spell, do you spell two socks? it? Yeah. Hey, smart. There we are. <laughs> uh, so no points on that one, and or nope. any correct answers. But honestly, how do you spell it? Two socks, like two socks, like two, two words. Really. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it had to do with like he had white fur on his paws. Well, that's probably what it like is. Socks. I didn't watch the movie. Did you? Because uh, it was no. a, it was a big deal then. Remember? Yeah, when it Dan, was a huge deal. Was it ninety? Adam, can you? Was it ninety two? It came out. It was nineteen ninety. Nineteen ninety. Okay. Yeah. I was in the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer pantsing my arse off. And I was starting to be a thought in my mom's mind. So <laughs> hey. Aww. 
Yay. One step at a time. <laughs> uh, I was wearing my... No, I wasn't there yet. I, I was going to say I was wearing my backward um, clothing, but that was 92 with crisscross. So, so you, you were wearing your clothes properly then? I was. <laughs> up, and, up until like 14. Anyways. Um, well, speaking of uh, clothing and... Oh, we have another... Sorry. I won't segue yet out of this. We still have another question, don't we? We do. We have question number two with the second pink oh. card. Just got so excited about the next story. Here we are. <laughs> In Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, what does the Sheriff of Nottingham threaten to cut Robin of Loxley's heart out with? Adam? <laughs> that doesn't sound confident. A knife. Well, for being super literal, points. Sharon. In, in Dagger. Real, in, in what did you say? A dagger. Oh, I thought you said a can opener. Don't ask me. <laughs> I have been I'd up way, to see way that. too long today. Um, so remember how we've discussed that the cards sometimes have snappy responses? Yeah. This particular one has one. So Uh-oh. the answer is a spoon, comma, oh, snap, exclamation mark. Yeah. Yeah, because that would hurt. <laughs> That's a lot. They don't have a sharp edge, so it would take a long time That's to get lot. in there. You know what? I, uh, as get we the know, the holidays out. are approaching, and and I help my mom make her um, Christmas fruit salad, as we have discussed before on the mm-hmm. show. Um, I make the melon balls. You're a melon baller. I am, but it's it's an art form because you cannot you cannot rush the melon making. It has to be. Like, don't rush me. <laughs> <laughs> And I always have to ask my mom, I'm like, mom, this year, I'm like, mommy Alexander, are we going for the big balls or the small balls? <laughs> she said, I'll thank you not to talk about my balls. That's right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, it's a nice tie-in, actually, because I think of uh, you saying melon ball, and there used to be a shot that we used to have at the clubs <laughs> that was called the melon ball. It was delicious. You would know what that, Sharon. It? My clothes were still on frontward, so I have no, no, nothing else to add to that. <laughs> Kelly was in grade six. Yeah. And what was in the shot? Alcohol. What else? What, oh, was, what was specific? Do you know? Oh, I don't remember. I just had a blind faith that whatever they were pouring into that <laughs> shot glass was good for me. Give me two. <laughs> yeah, we've all had those shots where you have no idea what's in the shot. Yeah, you just see a lot of action going, and then they shake it and pour it, and you're like, all right, I'll drink we're this. doing this. <laughs> Craziest shot I ever did, since we're talking about shots, uh, was at a, a stagette for a friend of mine. And uh, we all lined up at the bar, put our heads back on the bar, and then they poured, um, uh, what's that black licorice... Uh, uh, Zambuca. Mm -hmm. And then they lit them on fire. Yeah. Sometimes that goes terribly wrong. Oh, my God. And so all you do to get the fire, like make the fire stop is close your mouth. Right. But I can tell you how life affirming it is to be lying, standing with your head back on a bar and flames coming out of your mouth like, oh, and you just close your mouth and carry on. I was going to ask if you remembered the instructions. (laughs) They tap you on the head, okay. <laughs> honestly, because you're like, ah, there you go. Okay. Close your mouth, fool. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you know who never did an upside down uh, shot? Oprah. Andrea. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. 90210. I'm sure of it. <laughs> but we're j- cutting to the uh, chase here. That in a recent interview, Gabrielle Carteris, um, or f- for 90210 fans, Andrea. 
Uh, she said, quote, we're talking right now about doing something else together, so I think that would be really fun. You'll hear more depending on what happens, end quote. So that's, here's a little bit, but I'm taking it back because there's really nothing here. Right. So I appreciate that the the guy that was interviewing her <laughs> went on to ask her, a movie? <laughs> like she's concluded, depending, well, you'll hear more depending. A movie, he says. She says, we'll see what happens. So she sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, but then he tried to get more by adding, I've heard rumors of a movie. I've heard rumors of a documentary. It all sounds good. <laughs> and Gabrielle Carter said, it's all good. Whatever we do will be fun. <laughs> She'd be a great politician. Yeah. Thanks a lot for coming out with all your information. And actually, isn't she, or what, I'm not sure if she currently is, but she was like the president of like the Actors Guild, wasn't she? I think so. And student council. On the show and then in real life. But I'm pretty sure she was like an Actors Guild grand pooba. I think she was too. I think that's the title on her desk. Gabrielle <laughs> Carteris. Where, where is the grand pooba? I'm right here. Where does she, where does she sit? <laughs> It's a big chair. Yeah. You have to take two steps up yeah. to, to see her. So that's one of those uh, story non-stories. Yeah. Seem good. Yeah. Non-story. Sidebar. So we'll keep I, you posted. Yeah. <laughs> it always Whenever. Used to, it always used to bother me watching that show that he would they would call her. And I, you know, I'm sure this was how they were supposed to call her, but I never got Andrea. It sounds super pretentious. Mm-hmm. But that's... That's the name she was given I guess. as a baby, Kelly. I guess. But I'm like, when, what was her last name on the show? It was Andrea, what was it? Wasn't it, uh, I want to say Zuckerman. Wasn't oh, it I think you're like right. That? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I forget things that are way more important than that. No offense, Gabrielle Carteris. I do confirm it was uh, Andrea Zuckerman. Very nice. And <laughs> and before you move on, Sharon, just quick sidebar. You and I, I think, I'm not sure if Adam watched it, but we liked the 90210 reboot. I was sad it went off the air. I thought it was great. I honestly don't even remember how it ended because I don't think we were recording it. Dummies. Well, you would have we lost it anyway, it. Sharon. <laughs> it's gone now anyway, so whatever. Um, yeah, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great bit of, like, rebootness mm-hmm. with a little bit of... Uh, now you know what i mean Sassy. like it was it i think it tackled it really fun i love the show i was i was sad it didn't get a second season same yeah they didn't take themselves too seriously which i appreciated you know <laughs> exactly. like it was fun <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay so uh you want a not so sequel follow-up a uh, bit of information about scream yep this yeah. is not a sequel oh yes it is it's an installment actually <laughs> The fifth installment, and it's going to scare the pants off us in January. I just rewatched the um, the uh, trailer for it, mm-hmm. and that whole "I can see what you're doing" tone in the you know, <laughs> like when the guy calls or whoever, if it's a guy or a girl, whatever, they got that voice thing going on. Like it's scary, man. It's old school scary. Mm. That's what I like about scary movies. I don't like gory things. I don't like whatever. Yeah. The suspensey. They're like. <gasps> Things that make you jump like that, love it. Love being on edge. Um, and the poster campaign for Scream, which is coming our way in January, um, has uh, each of the main characters in the film whoops, holding the mask. Mm-hmm. And the tagline is, it's always someone you know. <laughs> uh, scary. 
<laughs> scary. And I think it's really cool because it's 25 years after the the original, you know, string of murders. Um, so the first movie. And uh, this one has a new killer targeting a new group of teenagers and slowly reveals secrets from the town's past. <laughs> Look out. You're going to die. Um, (laughs) The senior members of the cast and the principal characters look great. Courtney Cox, we know that. We follow her on social media. Mm -hmm. Nev Campbell looks fantastic. David Arquette, everybody has aged properly. And uh, I think it's going to be a fun movie. I only watched the first one. So I didn't see the other, was it three or four? I think I saw the first three. Okay. I think I I was like four, really. (laughs) Uh, That was my attitude at that time. I had an attitude. Were you still in the clubs? I might have been. Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> Get me out of here. Maybe that was after that Sambuca shot and you were feeling big in your pants. I couldn't find my way home. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's fun, though? One of the new faces in the movie, Scream, due mm. January 14th, is uh, Jack Quaid. Oh, yes. That's right. You can't, perhaps you can't hear that I just raised my eyebrows, but I did. Uh, he is the son of Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid. He plays a character named Richie Kirsch, which totally sounds like he's going to not make it to the next movie. <laughs> 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 Richie's going to get it first. That's my guess. I thought you were going to say his name was Bubba, Bubba Wallace or something. No. no. Richie. Richie. Yeah, Richie's don't make it. No. Yeah. Um, But it's also cool uh, because the first Scream movies were all directed by Wes Craven. May he rest in peace. He passed a few years ago. And both Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell have noted the emotional side to uh, returning to the concept of Scream, um, to even considering doing it without him. And Nev Campbell has said that, I quote, I genuinely was in two minds. The idea of making these films without Wes Craven seemed challenging to me. I love the man very much. But Matt and Tyler wrote me a letter speaking of their appreciation and great respect for Wes Craven and speaking of the fact that the very reason that they are directors today was because of these movies and because of Wes. And that meant a great deal to me. So I thought that was really cool. Like a great, like, reach out to, to, to the past and say, we are in this. We respect this completely. And by Matt and Tyler, they are Matt Bettinelli-Alpin and Tyler Gillette. That is a very classy thing to do. And more people should mm-hmm. take that into account in whatever job you have or career you have. That, Like if you sometimes just take the time to think about your colleagues or yeah. whatever, um, how you can make their day a little bit better. And then obviously come from a genuine, authentic place. And then here we are. Like, totally. she's, she's in the movie. And Nev, by the way, coolest name ever. Yeah, I like that, yeah. too. It's cool. It's short for never. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you almost said I it couldn't even confidence. keep a straight face. I know. <laughs> never. <laughs> Nev. She's not the one that doesn't get along. No, that's not it. it it's, uh, it's, it's, um, oh, my God. Why? Shannon Doherty. Yep. And the other one from Charm that don't see eye tie. There's two of them. There was three of them on the show, and I think two of them don't get along. We haven't heard um, from Shannon Doherty in a while. Excuse me for a second. Chester, stop that. That's enough. <laughs> Maybe he's Toddler weighing in dog. on where Shannon Doherty is. <laughs> Maybe if only I spoke better dog. Yeah, I just I, my <laughs> thoughts are always with her that she's okay because I know she's still dealing yeah. with uh, her, her – I guess it's ongoing uh, mm-hmm. journey with cancer. And so I just always hope she's doing well. Same. 
Indeed. Um, here's a question for you. What would Simon Le Bon do? Dance. <laughs> Dance? <laughs> <laughs> and just get along with people. Yeah. How about that? Mm -hmm. He was speaking recently about how grateful he is to be in a band, even though they haven't always gotten along, which is typical. You can't be five people in any job and always get along. Yeah. But if you've got perfect hair and shoulder pads and your blazers in the 80s, it's even more challenging. <laughs> So Duran Duran have more than 40 years under their collective belt. So, of course, there have been some bumps, competition, rivalry, as young guys can uh, can have. But Simon Le Bon says that um, you reach that stage where you realize you're fr you are friends because you've stuck together and that you've got all these shared experiences and all the rough edges that used to annoy you, you now view as the assets of the band, which is, I thought was a really cool way to... to uh, maturely look back on what was probably a very colorful decade in the 80s and certainly into the 90s too. But he also said that he would warn his younger self that fame is corrosive as well as addictive and that people lose themselves. Yeah. Kind of. That's nice Wasn't fair warning. The, um, that group would have been like the precursor to the frosted tips like NSYNC oh, yes. would have done years later. Oh, yes. Yeah. They were perfectly frosted by 1984. <laughs> 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 I had a life-size poster of John Taylor on my wall. Yeah. I'm still really in love it. with Nick Rhodes. I'm a still in love with Nick Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. He also pointed out that he's lucky to be in a band because solo artists have nobody around them to tell them they're being an a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> he says they get indulged and it's corrosive and it's corrupting. Um, he added that you have to learn how to say sorry be tolerant to accept differences. This is a wise rock and roller. Yeah, love this guy. <laughs> um, and also that they split everything equally, no matter who was writing the songs, a sort of a democratic approach to uh, existence. He said, when you split it equally, it doesn't matter who writes the songs, we all get paid the same. Yeah. That's, that's smart. That's an amazing way to do it. Guns N' Roses that... should have thought about that initially. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think a lot of bands have that. I know the Go-Go's had that as an issue, too, when because mm. uh, not everybody was writing songs. But everybody was recording them. So at some point, they probably should have just started their own, you know, publishing company. But you're not thinking that way when you're in it. You yeah, know, no. some people do. But I I think maybe trailblazers uh, at that time aren't thinking super clear. Uh, and hindsight is wonderfully 2020. Please hold. Stop that. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, <laughs> I love this. So, <laughs> oh, it's great. Yeah, he knows. I really honestly don't have any more treats. Normally I'm lying, uh, but I'm not lying at this time. So how about uh, that uh, promise to go back to 1993? You ready for it? Do it. Let's do it. One of uh, Kelly's best friends is going to be uh, the start of this. Janet. Let's rewind. Wait. We made it. <laughs> uh, so one of Kelly's BFs. Sorry, BFFs, uh, was enjoying her second number one song from her self-titled album that uh, had six of the songs in the top ten. That wow. was a huge album. Shame we couldn't remember what it was called a couple of weeks ago, eh, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. We're just so sorry. <laughs> yeah. So Janet's third single... Again, was at number one around this time in 1993. The first single, which is the other number one from the album, Janet, is 
That's the way love goes. One of the uh, first great sexy grooves of uh, our friend Janet Jackson. She's my friend too now. <laughs> and the video that featured the young Jennifer Lopez and Tina Landon. Our good friend, Tina Landon. Choreographed that number. Yeah, yeah well, she's uh, one of Kelly's very good friends, so that's kind of cool. And I, I kind of got lost in that video today. It was very, very 1993. Yeah. And wonderful. Yeah. Um, and just such an awesome song. Now, and by the way, uh, I, you're, I know you're moving on. Just quick sidebar. Uh, when Jennifer Lopez was a part of That's the Way Love Goes, uh, she had to make a decision if she was going to stay with the Janet group or because she got a she got a movie role, I think it was. And so she had to pick. And so because wow. they had to tell they're like because they were heading out on tour. And so I think it was Tina that actually had to say to her, like, are you staying? Or are you going? Because we need to know. And so the rest was history for J-Lo. And she wow. said, I'm going to. Get on the six <laughs> and uh, think about it. And that's what the name of her first album was. That's where on it came from. Six. Yes. Mm. Travel. <laughs> Inner city travel. Uh, <laughs> true story. Now, the uh, song that went to number two because of Janet taking over number one was I Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That. I love that song. So there's the 90s in a nutshell. You can have Janet Jackson at number one and Meatloaf at number two. <laughs> <laughs> How about a dash of salt and pepper at number five with Shoop? Yeah. Sharon's favorite group to meet in life ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They were great. They perform- The whole performance was amazing. Meeting them? Less than amazing. I mean, it was still nice, but you'd never know it was us or them. <laughs> Sidebar, back to it. Brian Adams, how about that? He really upped the Canadian content with two spots on the chart back in December of 1993. At number nine with Please Forgive Me. And at number 10 with Rod Stewart and Sting on All for Love. Yep. Mm-hmm. From which soundtrack weren't we just talking about it? The Prince of Thieves. Robin Hood. Right. Uh, how about this one? Tag team. Still in the top 20 with whoop. There it is. Whoop, and. There it is. Exactly. Whoop. You know what? Maybe you guys remember. Maybe you don't. That it was such a special time in the world where we could have whoop. There it is. And? But prior to that, <laughs> woot. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which was actually the, f- it came out first, hit the chart first, was a hit for, do you remember the name of the band? Uh, A-Train? No. No. Yeah. I'm nodding and saying no. Is that confusing? That's probably confusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 95 South. Oh, I knew it was something with directions involved. So if I were to ask you, all you fellas, where that booty at? You'd say, woot. There, there it is. It is. It's not necessarily a rhetorical question either, because someone wanted to know where it was. Yeah. Like, uh, I got your booty right here, sir. <laughs> Just around the corner over there. Oh, the yes. Train. Woot. There it is. Anywho, more of a, you know, go-to reference there. And you know what? That's your 90s rewind. Thank you so much. It leaves us rhetorically here. Where? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Woot. Woot. There's nothing else to say except hasta luego. Thanks, peeps. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Rachel, I hope we didn't lose you. <laughs> <laughs> and all the others. And everyone else, thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.